0: back for another episode of The Main State of Mind. I'm Justin Soderbergh, your host. Today is another beer episode, back-to-back weeks of beer episode. When you live a life like mine, where you work in the beer industry, you tend to make friends and have a passion for beer. So this week and last week were both beer episodes and we'll have a couple more coming up in the near future but this week we talk a little bit more on the design side of a beer uh the beer industry where i welcome a good friend of mine uh, and, and colleague at mass landing brewing company parker Owen, one of the co-owners and vp of brand strategy he has been designing for a number of years and he does all their beer labels and basically anything that has anything to do with graphic design for mass landing uh, so we talk development of labels, development of names of beers, uh, where the future of beer industry did, uh, beer can designers going. Um, obviously I do beer design for Orono Brewing Company as well, beer can design. So we talked about my industry, uh, my work at Orono Brewing Company and our collabs and so on. So this is a design podcast based around the beer industry with a good friend of mine, Parker Olin of Mass Landing Brewing Company in Westbrook, Maine. I really hope you guys enjoy. Again, I'm gonna reiterate, like, subscribe, follow, do what you can to help promote the podcast. Give us five stars on Apple podcasts, subscribe on YouTube. I really appreciate it. I do this for me because I love doing it. I love talking, but I also enjoy all the comments I get from you guys, messages, uh, emails, and so on. So I really, really, really appreciate everybody listening. Like, subscribe, follow. Enjoy this episode with Parker Owen from Mass Landing Brewing Company on beer can design and design in the beer industry in general enjoy everybody how's it going parker good how are you i'm doing wonderful yeah i mean it's like it's we we mentioned a little bit before we started recording that we don't work in a close proximity to each other i mean close compared to other breweries across the country but we used to see each other a lot we used to like like almost every couple of, like once a month at least i'd say like at events and, and, and beer things and collabing and a lot of stuff but I, I don't think i've been to another brewery since at least over a year ago um because of the fact of this uh this pandemic that's going on but uh, it's good to see you on on, on virtual um uh, good, sure.
1: good to see you as well yeah you used to stop by even when we didn't have stuff planned like your uh your path kept coming up and you know through Westbrook and uh, stopping by the brewery and, and dropping off some delicious beer. So glad, glad that we, uh, you know, we can uh, link up again, even if it's just virtual.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously let's be honest. So if you worked for uh, you know, accounting firm, I don't know how many times I would have stopped by on the way through <laughs> to say hi. I mean, even if you just worked at a design firm, it might've been right. like, a, Hey, let's get a beer sometime. But you know, when you have, when you work in the industry and you have other friends in the industry that you want to stop by, it's usually, bring them some goodies, they give you some goodies, and we move on. Uh, you know, maybe if I'm going to Massachusetts, they're always like, hey, I need some beer to bring to Massachusetts with me. But now that Mass Landing and Oran Overwind Company are in Massachusetts, a lot of times when I bring beer to people in Massachusetts, they're always like, oh, I can get you down the street now. I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah. giving you this beer. I don't know what you're talking about. This is free beer.
1: <laughs> I, it, but, it is funny. It is funny. I
0: see actually, I see you have our, our collab yeah. right there. We're actually collabing right now. Or Actually, this one came out a couple weeks ago, and you're working on something uh, over at Mass Landing. Uh, Mass Landing is uh, in Westbrook, Maine, right outside Portland, if anybody doesn't know. Uh, and, and Parker here, uh, I mentioned uh, at this top, top that uh, Parker is uh, does design for uh, Mass Landing. It's, I guess, the biggest – one of those things that when you work for a brewery that's not like a multinational brewery, uh, whenever someone asks what we do for the brewery, it's, it's usually – um everything and then people are like no nah, that doesn't make any sense and it's like well no you know parker does the design for mass landing but i'm sure there's a number of other things there he's, he's called in different directions similar to what i do with where a brewing company that sometimes if you moved on from mass landing and you filled out a resume and you put all the duties you had in that resume, they probably would look fake. It looked like you're lying. Would, you'd yeah, I'd be
1: like, you got it. Come on, bud. Like, you didn't do all of the, like, this is 15 uh, pages. Yes.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing. And so, with the breweries, we all have titles, but in the same sense, like, it's really whatever needs to be done. And that's right. pretty cool about a brewery. And it's not even just for your brewery. I mean, if, if I had a question, hey, that I'm working on a design of a label and it's something unique that I'm trying to do, I could easily phone you know Parker and be like hey man i know you've done it on a different label what did you do to get this you know to work this way or what printer did you use or what material did you print on uh, and Parker wouldn't go. No, this is a trade secret. He'd say, hey, man, I went with this label company, or I did this, you know, this well, adhesive, or whatever, with whatever.
1: Especially because I probably called someone prior to that and found out from someone else at the brewery. So um, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun being able to uh, have those connections and and have people generally be happy to share information instead of um, instead of like you know holding those cards close to the chest.
0: And it's cool because, I mean, we do collab on things like, you know, salute your hops and, and the beer we're doing with you guys uh, down at Mass Landing. But the truth of the matter is, collabing in the brewing industry is really collaboration as a whole, like we mentioned, about asking questions and doing that. I, I swear, uh, Parker, from what we see, Parker and, and Tom and Asa have, you know, Neil's phone number on speed dial for asking questions about canning line (laughs) and and things they're doing in the production. I mean, when we made our peanut butter beer, who do you think we called first? We called Mass (laughs) Lane and asked questions about we've never worked with this peanut butter uh, flavoring. And so it's like that collabing goes a long way. It may not say your name on every can, but the collaboration among breweries in the state of Maine is, or in the industry is everlasting. It's not just for a specific brew, which is pretty cool.
1: It's funny you say that you brought up OBC Parker because on multiple occasions I've woken up uh, to texts from ASA in the morning asking me when I was gonna like be on the Canning liner or, or what my, what I was scheduled to brew. And I, <laughs> I first couple of times I was very confused, but uh, now <laughs> I just realized that you I just say wrong Parker.
0: Yes, and it's the same. I mean, we had the same thing with me. I mean, our craft the craft beer guild's brand manager is Justin Frazel. So mm-hmm. I'll get text messages being like, Hey, we're sending you hundred cases of tubular. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm gonna put that at my house, I think <laughs> you have the wrong person. Well, <laughs> we already like, have oh, we yeah. already have tubular, we already have it here. And he's we like uh, it to you. he's like, I'm like, can you just change his name to Frazel on his phone? That's what he goes by anyway. It's like it's like yeah. me, Smitty isn't my phone as mm-hmm. Smitty, not you know his actual name. Um, <laughs> but back on the design thing, we did this collab. <laughs> the funny thing about this collab is that uh because what I want to think I want to talk about is the idea of like how we go about as can designers. I want to get your input on this and like how you go about getting from concept into the actual label. But um, yeah. The funny thing is I designed this label two and a half years ago. And it's one of I those ones that I was just about tooling that. around. <laughs> I was tooling around and been like, I really want to do this. And it was originally for the beer we did was Kablam. Uh, mm-hmm. It was one of our first brew uh, IPAs we made back in 2015, 2016, um, but it was more of a West Coast IPA and we made it for a little bit and it was like, we can't, one of the talks is like, let's re-release it, but as a New England style IPA and so on. So the label just sat dormant and it didn't really have mm-hmm. a name on it. It was just like, I had a like basically probably in just Times New Roman, like just a laid out placeholder. There. Yeah. And uh, Asa comes to me, and goes, we're doing a collab with Mass Landing. And, and you know what? We could actually use that like that Nickelodeon-type theme uh, <laughs> label. And I was like, oh, my God, because I've been wanting <laughs> to use it forever. And then it becomes easier for me because I'm just like, okay, edit, tweak, the, and then done. Um, but the funny thing is we changed the design of our cans. I wish I had that, but we we centered the hop more. It used to be off to the left a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so there was some edits that I needed to do. Uh, to put it into the current uh, format of our can design so but it's the same thing if you had something because now mass landings designs are pretty much uh, uh you know 90 percent of them are, are the same uh, yeah
1: that's that that was a long time coming um took about four years to kind of figure out what direction we want to get. and it almost ha- it actually i guess we can go down this path mm. <laughs> it actually mm. happened almost by a mistake uh where i did a design and it was never intentional to like I never intended to um, have that be the kind of like the, the, the design for most of our labels. Anything that's, that we're uh, releasing that's not a collab and with Gunner's Daughter, we haven't brought over yet too. We're working on that one. That one's, that one's a process, but we are putting into kind of a rectangle with the words below. Um, it was on Amsterdam. I th- oh no, actually it was Ingle uh, Nook. Um, yeah. You can't see this, uh, it, but th- it was this one. um I'd seen a long time ago some old farming uh poster and it was it was and I really liked that so I took a mental uh, note of it and then so I did it for that everyone really liked that style and so we tried it again on Amsterdam which was uh an amber ale and then you know it after like staring at them, you know, on my desk for a long time, I was like, let, let me just see well, if we, if I transfer a couple of our core beers over to this and they looked really good. And people got really excited about that. And then we made the jump and especially uh, where we're just uh, destroying more beer and we're in different States that, you know, people may not be as familiar with us and, you know, our designs, it's definitely helping to, um, you know, have that one orientation for all the labels. And then every now and then we do a fun one with a cloud and that, that, you know, I, I really like, and now I'm like looking forward to clubs even more because then I get to kind of jump outside of that where, you know, we put ourselves inside this, you know, kind of no pun intended, like inside this box. box. Uh, and and, and it, it uh so it's fun to kind of get outside of that and uh, get creative.
0: And it's fun because like, it's not like you guys, like you do some of them are actual photos because it, it just becomes whatever works best. I mean, like fire, f- firelight afterglow is that what or fire, is fire, fire lights a glow yeah yeah that, oh, I well love I'm just, that, one. that one's cool because that one's a box but you have the flames to go all around it and that's the thing it's like but it's still like one of the things that i will say for most breweries is it's best it's like you know a Trillium can you, you know right. a, a treehouse can you know a, a sam adams can like you mm-hmm. know what the beer is based on what the style is or that the can design is and so it's nice that i mean i as someone who looks at beer cans differently than someone who's just a consumer <laughs> who just drinks it W- knew what your design was. It's it's not like our Parker mentioned with the um, collab that we did for the Maine Brewers Guild. Yep, uh, It was funny. He goes, that can's pretty sweet. It looks like a mass landing can. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, that's that's awesome that you were able to pull that from it because it really didn't have any like mass landing stamp on it. It wasn't like you had like the box. It wasn't something that you guys had traditionally looked like that. It just happened to be that your style and the way you design mm-hmm. things triggered his thing and it's the same thing with you know when I taste a mass landing beer I'm like oh that's a mass landing beer because you guys right. have a brewing style and a, a way you make beer um and so it was really cool to hear him say that and I was like oh that's because Parker from mass landing is not <laughs> <a stable." laughs>
1: it was all part of my secret plan to have all every other brewery promoting mass landing no uh I I, I got that a couple times like uh ju- you know just I think that the kind of the minimalistic uh you know shapes and styles on that you know uh, within the uh, um the state the funny thing with that touching on that one is when uh they asked me to do it originally my plan was to do the the state of maine was going to be an area where each brewery could go in and do their own design and so like it was and i kind of just i threw that the little the landscape together and um and then when I showed it to the the board, they were like, we like this. And, th- and then I was like, well, that was just going to be like mass landings. <laughs> and uh, they were like, no, 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 we, we want to use that for everyone. And I was like, that works for me. But uh, yeah, so it, my, the intention was never to have it like that. But I think that it would have been a cool way, and maybe in the next one, I know it was uh, being the first one, they wanted to keep it, the first collaboration, uh, they wanted to keep it a little simple. Um, And so maybe next time we can have people be able to put their own artwork inside the state. I think that'd be a really cool, um, you know, alteration.
0: Yeah. And I think it's one of the, it's going to be an evolving thing. I think it's one of those things that we did originally as a collab for like, okay, we have a year of a pandemic. We need to figure something out. But Mm -hmm. then it worked so well and it was so much fun and so uh, unique uh, that it was like, oh, what's the the likelihood now is that it's going to continue. It's something we're going to do every year, which is really cool.
1: Right. And oh, it yeah. also
0: helps, I mean, for you and me, it's like we have a lot on our plate. So it actually does help us in a sense too, that as a beer that's gonna come out that we don't have to do very much to that beer. We could just do a small edit, send it to the printer, and
1: we're <laughs> done with it
0: too. So there's every once in a while, it's nice to have that quick little like, okay, couple of small changes and then move on to the next label, something that you're actually like working hard to get out there and stuff. But like mm-hmm. the the question I have is does it does it is it better or worse to not have to pick fonts every time you do a can? <laughs>
1: So that, that that's so funny so that you say that because um i i tend to now like when when i was saying when we do like a collab or something yeah. i tend to focus more on the font because i haven't been using fonts I, I i could go either way um with our actually with our um i don't have any one of the bottles over here but our mixed firm, um our yeah. first mixed fermentation bottled uh, beer on um the good light I chose what I'm going to do is keep um, that's going to be all like uh, font design. And so that will be fonts that will be most heavy text uh, labels. And so it's kind of the opposite where there won't be a lot of, uh, you know, um, imagery, but it'll be through the text. So that's how I'll get my uh, my fill of that. But those beers are, you know, few and far between.
0: And It's funny because I actually. This speaking of the the, the category of fonts, um, there is a thing where obviously we're not. You and I aren't physically going out there designing fonts. You're picking a font mm-hmm. that works well with your design. And the funny thing is, I do a lot of the initial. So we come up with as an OBC just to give you a little background on how we do things at our in our brewing company, and so people know is that a lot of times it's like okay, we're doing a beer of mass landing. Um, We know what you guys like, we know what we like, we've done enough collabs that we can figure something out that we know we're gonna both like. Um, And then we talk about what we would think the design should be. And then a lot, no one ever has a really idea of what the font should be, like no one really has like an input. That's not
1: in the conversation, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and so a lot of times it's me. And then I find the font that I really like, but a lot of times they like to see a little different treatments of stuff. So I'll throw in like the font I really like and two really bad fonts. So it's like, oh, oh, that's gross. Oh, that one's gross. This one's the best. And I'm like, that's how I get my font that I Uh, want. But it backfired a little bit on, uh, I forget which one it was. And I ended up changing it, but it backfired on a font that I was doing. And they all chose the, I know I did it with a color uh, scheme. Uh, The last time we did our every little thing beer, I did a color scheme that I did not like. And it Mm -hmm. was mainly to say, don't choose that one. Choose this one. <laughs> yeah, say- I got email. I got emails back from everybody, and it was all like, "We love that other one." And I'm like, "No, that's hideous. You can't do that." that. So that, I was able to con- convince them trick. not. Yes, I convinced them not to do it. Now they're looking for it because they know about it. But like, it was kind of funny. I don't. It gets uh, tedious sometimes to pick the fonts because it's just like oh. you like a couple of them, and you can't choose between the them um then you find out you like a font but it doesn't work very well on the design because the design clashes with the font and all that stuff but it, it's just it's it's funny that i had to like throw that in there because i wanted to make sure that i get the font that i want or even design oh, scheme that i want i i used to do
1: that when i used i worked at a uh, ad agency in portland and um we i same exact thing we be, uh, the creative department uh created a rule it said it was that never show a client like it's say they'd ask for three options in a poster they're like never show a client an option that you don't like because they'll pick the one that you think is the worst <laughs> one and so it's kind of like that we that we'd had that same kind of font thing yeah. backfire enough that we're like all right so <laughs> we make sure like if if you're sending it to them make sure that like even though you have your favorite you got to make sure that the other ones are acceptable too because the rule is they'll always pick your the the bad one so and, um, and-
0: and so now that I know that, that I did that, and it's the color scheme one was when I was like, okay, guys, we do this collaboratively. We're a team here at the brewery. It's usually the four owners, myself, who make decisions on the design stuff. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm putting my foot down on this one. I'll let it ride the re- next couple of times. If I'm leaning one way and everybody else is leaning the other way, I'll just give in. This color design aspect, I I cannot let us do this. I cannot let this go further. I'm sorry. I do not want to put my stamp on this. I cannot do it. So finally, we gave in. We changed something else. The next every little thing that comes out is going to be the one that I picked. But it was just kind of funny. I was like, okay, now that backfired on me, I got to get a little better at this and be like, okay, guys, I really like this font, but here's some other options that could be passable because I can't do this.
1: (laughs) I I totally agree. I feel lucky here. um, It's gotten to the point where... Uh, we ha- have a, a second person in creative, our marketing director, um, Gene, who uh, it's it, he he thinks being in creative together, I'm able to uh, toss ideas off him, you know, before having to show it to like, you know, people outside of creative. And it's very helpful to kind of get his opinion and, and he can catch stuff or whatever, uh, you know, or or, you know, help uh you know move something along when i'm stuck before i have to go out and show it to the untrained eye for lack of a better term term but yeah um but there's a reason why you're in
0: that position and they're not and that's not trying to be rude but it's the same reason why you're not standing at the brew kettle because you don't have that you know you're not going to be like no no no, no, we should definitely do this uh pop i'll give my opinion
1: but but, it's like be, in the
0: end, but in the end it's like you 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 rely on the the experts at that to do that I... so not to saying that anybody who does beer can design is an expert in it because we're all learning and it's all subjective in a sense because art is that's what art is it's not there's not a definitive rule there is right. some definitive rules in art like you know, unless you're trying to be funny, you don't use like comic sans and papyrus on your cans, but like, yeah, don't use are... it other than ironically. Yeah, yes, correct. exactly. And <laughs> so like, there are some rules in it and there's some rules obviously with colors that go together and all that stuff. But in the truth of the matter is you could do whatever you want on a can. And as long as it looks good, like to you, it, 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 it's art. It's not, it's the same thing with a beer in a sense. I had a conversation yesterday. It was like, you know, there's doing some weird things with IPAs nowadays, but if they get someone in the door to drink craft beer, Do what you want. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like if, if you know the, the, the back and forth on milkshake IPAs, whether or not you should add lactose to beer and all that stuff. It's like, but if someone drinks it, who doesn't normally drink beer, drinks this beer, and then ends up drinking a regular, you know, New England style IPA or West coast IPA or whatever then that's a good thing. Like, does not matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to make everybody happy. And it's the same thing with the can design. You know, if it gets someone and, you know, the, the whole battle back and forth and something that we've done, something that NASA is pretty good at is the borderline intellectual property is a big thing in, in the beer industry with, with can designs. And, and so, and that's actually a collab with <laughs> the Warner Bros. <Brothers> Company. <laughs> uh, but the idea is it. like, if it gets people to pick the can up and buy the can, then, you know, it, it, like I said, but it's a borderline there's something that mass landing and you have been really good at with pushing that envelope. (laughs) But then there's other breweries where I've seen on like, you know, the intellect was it, what's the web, the, the Instagram. Um,
1: Intellectual pooperty.
0: Yes. That you see someone who like literally put a Ninja turtle on a can. Right. And it's like, okay, that at that point, it's like, unless you were to have some fun with it and make it look like Parker's face, (laughs) And, you know, right. that kind of thing. It, it's that aspect of literally putting something on the can sometimes gets me. And that's where I draw the line. Otherwise, mm-hmm. have fun with it. I mean, this is technically the font. It's a ripoff of the Simpsons font.
1: Okay. Oh, that's, so, that looks so familiar. Yeah, and so that's <laughs> that.
0: Um, the splash behind it is not the actual Nickelodeon one, but it's a play on the Nickelodeon well, one. Yeah. And so like the idea that, yes, this is supposed to look like the 1990s era Nickelodeon. But it's not like I didn't put Nickelodeon on the front of the can. Like, you didn't call right. the can Nickelodeon. Right.
1: This, too. Like, this doesn't have a yeah. certain blue hedgehog that, mm-hmm. you know, likes rings on it. But it has almost everything else uh, in, you know, the similar fonts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which we we actually, I think we made it onto that website for this one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we actually have something fun plan for this in the future so um we'll be in touch on that but and that's um, the thing
0: it's like it's but you push the envelope i think that's the whole right. point yeah it. it's push the envelope but don't actually like open the envelope and like take it like <laughs> at some point you know and especially i mentioned that ninja turtles one because i am really good friends with ben bishop who draws to teenage Mutant ninja turtles yeah and then the guy who created teenage Mutant ninja turtles is from maine mm-hmm. kevin eastman so it's like the idea that taking what they have done yes and taking what they have done in their history of it and being like oh i'm gonna try to sell beer by putting them on the front of the can right um is that's where the line i think is drawn the same thing with the company in detroit who put barry sanders from um the football game the the old nintendo football game yeah oh they basically yeah yeah, they put him on the front of the can barry sanders was like hey man like that's (laughs) obviously like
1: (laughs) well we do we did with uh vitamin c we did the um Uh, Stamos on drums and I did but I so and that's where I mean now that we're on the topic I I don't think anyone knows exactly where that line is Mm -hmm. um where we did we actually did a collaboration with um Night Shift and there was a a, like a illustrate illustration of Bob Barker on it it was a a happy Gilmore Mm -hmm. theme you know when he he fights him and they actually found out his people or whoever, his <laughs> attorney found out about it. And they sent the cease and desist. It was before the, the beer came out. So they had to change the label and everything like that. But we did it with John St- Stamos's face. And I think he actually liked a couple uh, comments and stuff like that. So it's like I think in that situation that it, it's like if it's done in a way or, if the you know, the person is uh it, you know, fine with it. It's like all yeah. their, com- you know, how comfortable they are with it. Um, so,
0: but but I think, like I said, that line is also like you have the right as a company to parody things. Like there's a parody line, like the same thing with songs mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where you're allowed to get to the point where you parody something. So the Stamos right. on drums is almost, I think, would be in that pa- parody category. It's to like calling a beer Budweiser <laughs> and putting right. the Budweiser logo all over it and stuff like that. It's like, well, no, no, you're trying to, that's that, you know, that's different. I feel like paying homage. And parodying is part of that below the line. And then Mm -hmm. above the line, like going too far is the one where you're basically just taking someone's creation and making it your own. I feel like it's more, it's like the likeness is different. It's more the idea of like, I don't know, artwork. Like you're Mm -hmm. making artwork and taking someone else's artwork. So if you took a picture of me and put it in a can it's my likeness, but it's really just like, it's almost like a paying homage to someone. You're not, right? Uh, you're, you're like, hey, we really like you. We want to put you on a can. Uh, we did the same thing with uh, Jewel Runner, was a beer we did, it was a, a Saison mm-hmm. we did, that was a play on um, the Run the Jewels. Yeah. But really it was more of a ripoff of, of Blade Runner because the font was more realistic to Blade Runner. But it was really more of like a, oh, we like Blade Runner, we like Run the Jewels, let's have this beer and do right. this thing. It wasn't trying to like, steal from them in a sense so it's like you you put some
1: creativity into Mm -hmm. it and change it yeah no and like that's with the the in the zone beer like one of the things that I you know felt good about was I recreated the the all the all the artwork pixel by pixel myself so it wasn't like I just grabbed someone else's Mm -hmm. picture offline you know I just used it um you know images I was looking at so yeah I mean it's 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 funny where that is such a large part of our industry and not really in a lot of other industries um it's it's a very weird thing to think about like you know you're not in the food industry you're not going around like people making you know like yes. intellectual property uh claims off of food or you know anything else it's 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 really a a very beer specific or craft beer specific uh, you know issue if you will
0: And it's not even an alcohol specific, like you mentioned, it's a craft beer specific. It's like, it's not even like you're seeing wines or ciders or mixed drink cocktails, like trying to do this. It's really just a beer thing. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it's part of it is because there's, there's not many people, not many industries that create so many new things. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when someone creates a a candy bar and they create that candy bar and they're 900% into that candy bar, they're not going there and be like, okay, here's the candy bar. And then two weeks from now, there'll be another candy bar. But (laughs) in the beer industry, it's like that aspect of you got to try to figure out a way to market this beer in a way that's going to grab attention of people. And part of it is, like I said, pushing that envelope. Plus, I think there's a lot of it that's like me. It's like I have very big passions in things. And like I would love to pay homage and and, and respect. And that's what I'm doing on it. It's more if I ever design a label that's like close to that borderline, it's because I love someone so much that I want to pay them respect by putting it on a can. Uh, and mm-hmm. i feel like there's a it's like i said as long as you don't call it the teenage mutant ninja turtles beer and put leonardo on the front of the can i think that's the line i think otherwise it's it's the stamos on drums it's like oh that's pretty funny it's john stamos as a drum, and you didn't use his picture you you it's, no. a, it's a rendering of him it's a, it's a I drew, drawing yeah, of I,
1: him. I guess i drew it yeah yeah oh, yeah
0: i know i agree that's why i mean
1: that's why i do a lot of like the retro video i, I love retro video games it's a huge part of you know growing up and still today like and so that's like one of the things that connect, and it makes it even more fun to like put the time into, you know, the fact that you know I get paid to like make labels like this yep. is kind of like blows my mind every day. And um, all of, not just the you know the retro ones, just all all together. Yep. I feel, you know, I'm sure you feel the same way. Is very fortunate that like when people talk about dream jobs. I was like, well, you know, talking about their dream job or what that would be. I'm like, oh, right here. Got it. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well, and I had that conversation with someone the other day. I was just having a conversation with, with um, one of my coworkers uh, and, and saying that, like, this is the, like, I can't, never in my life have I ever gone, what's next? It's like, this yep. is the next. And it's like, what's next at what I do? So, like, what's right. next for the thing? What's going I mean we're, we're working, we did tubular, and then the next way life should be should be a next printed can for us. Like, what's the next printed can for us? And we're, that's where we're moving towards. Uh, or what's mm-hmm. the next design for me or whatever. So, like, there's that aspect of it. But there's not, to me, it's like, I know where I'm hope, hopefully, <laughs> know where I'm going to work five years from now because that's what I love, right. what I do. And there's no reason for me to change it. Uh, and the fact that we work, you know, maybe someone who, um, is someone who does like canning, I can understand them being like, okay, I want the next thing. I want to become a brewer. I want to, you know, Mm -hmm. but with us, it's like, we have a next thing is the next design. Like there's still something to look forward to. There's still like, okay, we sold out of those sweatshirts. What's the next design of sweatshirt we're going to make? Or, you know, we're doing a collaboration. There is that aspect of look forward to something. And that's something about the art industry as a whole, but in beer, this is a lot more. Uh, and then you mentioned like being super excited about like this job is the first time I saw my can in a store <laughs> that wasn't oh, an brewing company shelf was still to the point where it had to pinch myself. I'm like hundreds and hundreds of people, not, not thousands of people in the state are, are opening a can of beer that has my label on it. Like that's pretty freaking crazy. And it really sunk right. in when we went to New York city uh, and we did that event in New York city. Not, not more recently. The first one I did back in may of uh, may of, 16 mm-hmm. and we I walked into a blind tiger and on the wall was an poster I created for the event so like it had yeah. our logo on there and Bissell logo on there you know everybody was there and I looked at it and I'm like it's pretty funny to laugh I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you, any of my people who went to art school like like for years to you know art school I want to text them right now and be like hey by the way is your art hanging in New York city it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a beer it's a poster for a beer event on a wall of a bar, but it's like in New York city, the people visiting New York city went to blind tiger looked up on the wall and saw artwork that I had created. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world, but it was something. And it was just cool to think about that. Now our beers in France as a company that has beer in France. It's not my mm-hmm. can. It's the can before I started doing the cans, the tubular. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, one of my cans could end up in France, like it's like we yeah. went to Iceland. It was I've been mean, Iceland. You go to like different places. It's fascinating to me that I'm being able to work in an industry that I get to work with cool people, you know <laughs> yourself included, and create cool beer, but also have my designs be now pretty much you know nationwide. I mean, Tavor has our beer, so anybody in the right. country really has a legal to ship to can buy my beer or buy my label. Yep,
1: I I find it um, one of the the like i i agree completely with everything you just said how like awesome and then it you know as you start to have more and more out there it's like it gets a little bit more like you get used to it a little bit more but the one thing that for me with with can designs it's like if you have you know say you're doing a painting and you have a you know a painting and you get it so it's perfect and then it's up on the wall and you know and and you see it and people look at it with us and especially with the industry having like we're turning out you know sometimes four new beers a week and that means four new uh label designs and like the second we post that on social media like the can label and people are like cool label it's like it's for me it's like i i honestly like get sick in my stomach right before i hit that post like being like are people going to like it? Are they going to get it? Are they, yep. you know, and then the, the, it's like that instant gratification where, you know, the world that we live in it, it um it's, you know, from someone to a painter, you ne- might never know how someone felt about your, but you immediately do. <laughs> and it, and it, it It is definitely like one of the coolest and scariest feelings. Like you're kind of like throwing yourself out there immediately on the internet. And, but it's also fun to have that many people see your stuff. Like in the, in my, you know, I never really thought that I would, be doing that on a you know a daily or weekly basis you know turning out new pieces of artwork if you you know really at the at the it's most you know like you know the at the most i don't know standard form
0: yeah, yeah and the funny thing about it is like we mentioned we work in the beer industry we don't work in the design industry we're designers in beer industry but in the, the, the truth we want the best thing to come out of that can is what's in the can. Like that's the whole right. point. We work for a brewery, so the the beer itself should be the best product out there. However, in the industry we work in now, compared to years and years and years ago, and, and, and actually probably forever though, because the designs not what I hate to say our designs sell cans. But my point is, someone makes a decision prior to trying the beer at a package store. You know your your, your local package mm-hmm. store based on the label first. They look at the label, it draws them in. And then they maybe mm-hmm. look at the, the the style in the ABV, what's in it, who makes it. But it's like what first draws most people in is what the way the label looks. And so when mm-hmm. you post something on your Instagram and, you know, weekend plans uh, can, if someone hasn't tried weekend plans yet, the first thing that's going to draw them in is the design of the can. And then right. you have to sell them on cracking the can open and trying the beer. So people mm-hmm. make judgments. Even before they try the beer on, based on what oh. it looks like, so whether it's positive, it's, people or are negative by we'll the cover, and and that's something you have to deal with, and that's something that that the pressure does get on. But you're also probably in agreement with me. The second you release the can, too, you're like, oh, I could have done that different. Or I could have done this? Oh, different. totally. You know? and then uh. you're like, <laughs> you're like crap because. There's certain things that people fall in love with it and you're like, ah, you know, there's definitely designs that I've done that are like two or three years old that someone's like, okay, we're gonna make that beer again. And I'm like, oh, can I change the label? Like, no, people love the label. I'm like, I don't love the label at all. I loved it when I finished it. By now it's like, it's passe, it's over. I I want something new. I've had that exact same
1: conversation. Yep. It's, and that's actually when we transferred, uh, on that note, when we transferred our label designs over to the new layout, um that actually gave me a chance to kind of have a second pass at some labels mm-hmm. um some simplified some we altered so, you know i some i really like how it transferred into um you know the the new layout some i think you know i I've, i i think it's good but i'm like wondering if it could have been better or something like that and and luckily for some of our beers that don't come around a lot like i'm granted that uh you know like that privilege to be able to tweak it slowly where, you know, we, we, with order with labels, you know, it, once we go through it, we can make small changes and stuff. And a lot of times people won't see it, but, uh, you know, we kind of like back to that candy bar analogy, like, you know, we're, we're, once you make the candy bar, that's it. Like, you know, we're we're allowed to, you know, continually kind of advance and change and tweak if we want to.
0: And it's a benefit. And that's one of the benefits of having print or uh Labeled cans. So, if anybody doesn't know, you know, a label cans, we get these blank silvers that come in, and we print thousands of labels depending on the, you know, where we what beer we're doing, and it gets labeled after the beers in the can. And so, the benefit of a labeled can is that if you did do something that you thought, oh, I want to tweak this, or whatever, the next time you order those labels, you can just quickly, t- you know, tweak it and do whatever. A printed can is a whole other process that mm-hmm. goes into it. It takes weeks and weeks and weeks, and then it takes eight to ten weeks to actually get it. Most of our label companies are you know 10 to 14 business days uh getting us labels so we can make those tweaks and get it in for the next brew if you brewed it immediately afterwards uh, and you also don't have to
1: you don't have to buy a full truckload either
0: and so like <laughs> there is like i said the reason we do tubular at Our a brewing company and printed labels is we do go through that much beer of that one thing and it just made sense right. for us and, and so on but also we don't have even if we sold that much cans of everything no one in maine has that much storage to store all those cans those empty cans right you want to get a truckload of plank cans that you can make 15 beers out of and um, and so, up, yeah and so that's one of the things about can labels that makes it very beneficial um, it, it, it there's a lot more that goes into ordering on time and getting quantity discounts and all that stuff but we don't want to get into that because that's just annoying and boring but like it is cool like in that aspect of it that if I felt like I wanted to tweak a color of something really quickly because I didn't realize it was going to print that color or I thought the text would look better lower or higher or, or you know we want to add a hop to the, the beer, that a can that has a printed label is able to be changed really easily. So there is that aspect of nothing's final uh, mm-hmm. that once you make a decision on a grand design, a lot of times Matt Parker and I have to like say, that's the design. Cause if you're trying to sell the brand, you have to basically try to convince people that's the same beer. Um, but there are small things that you could change in the printed or, or the can label. Um, mm-hmm. They're also removable, which is cool. Cause it comes stickers. <laughs> right. But and, yeah. You know, yeah. But that's, it's one of those things. I mean, and I'd be mistakes on labels. I won't, I'll, I won't lie. I mean, I've actually, at the very beginning of doing cans is I got hired at Orna Brewing Company to be a manager, but also to be a designer. But we hadn't done cans at that time. So I wasn't working on mm-hmm. cans originally. I was just working on promotional posters and things like that. That um, like one of the first cans I did, the two cans that came out had the same UPC. Um, oh yeah. Because I just didn't think <laughs> about the aspect of changing it. And, and sometimes yep. you get lucky it's the same price point. Um, but it happened to be like a, a Kolsch, which was like a $14 four pack and a double IPA, which is like a $17 four pack. So it did not yeah. work out that way. And so there is those times where I've made those mistakes and, and, and non-printed cans. Obviously, if it was a printed right. can, we probably would have looked way closer at the edit. But. Well,
1: that I mean, to your defense, like that's the, the, the situation now is like, like when you're releasing four different labels at a time yeah. and, you know, or four different uh, can, uh, beers. And you know you're you're designing a label and, and sending to print within you know a couple of days sometimes a day. Um, those are the things. Yeah, I I uh, in, so far I have two typos on on labels and I, I'm not proud of it, but I will I will own it as well. And um, they they haunt me daily. And like I, I pride myself in not m- making many mistakes, but. When I do, it's, uh, it's, it's literally the worst. <laughs>
0: it, it is. It's like, it's certain things you can get by. There's certain things that if you accidentally, you know, uh, missed a period uh, on the end of something or, or, you know, there's things that you don't have to worry about. Like uh, at the bottom of our cans now, it has this on the front, it says 8.5% alcohol by volume. If I forgot at the very end of that volume, a, a period, no one's going to like, you know, right. bring me out to slaughter for for it. But if you misspell a word or the UPC thing like I mentioned, that is a big not big like we, we got around it, obviously. it didn't close or in a company, but it's like those are things that you like you kick yourself for it forever. Um, I have dry, right, written dry hopped, hyphenated on one in a description and, and forgot to do it in another. Those are things that most people wouldn't even realize, but again, right as, oh, someone as a designer <laughs> that, as a trauma who tries to perfect, uh, pride themselves on perfection, it becomes an issue because. You want to make sure everything looks the same and does that. So, um, And it usually is like, Abe will be like, hey, by the way, you didn't put dry hop hyphenated on this can. And I'm always like, for 15 minutes, I'm sitting at my desk like, God damn it. <laughs> damn it. And I'm yes. like, yeah, I just hate doing this. I hate screwing up. Oh, it, <laughs> like, don't I, worry it about it. I'm like, day. no. <laughs> yes.
1: It does. It really does. And I, I, Yeah, you'll hear me in the like other room just swearing. <laughs> no, I, it's funny you said that about the UPC and we had a situation like that where I put the wrong or we cha- like changed price points or whatever mm-hmm. on a, a telltale uh, variation. And so we had the wrong UPC on a lot of la- uh, cans and and it was already out in market. So we mm-hmm. had to, we had to print out, I had to print out on sheets, little new UPC codes and then go around and, and we, like our distributor helped us out, but then I went in house Sat there for like five days, like on my lunch break, going through, and I like, you know, knowing that it, you know it involved me, and you know, I was part of the mistake. I went and did, you know, every single one, and that's how you learn to check UPCs the hard way. <laughs> and it will give benefit to our printing companies. I don't
0: know who are you guys using now for labels.
1: Uh, we use a couple. Uh, I we use uh, Blue Label up in uh, our in Ohio, as well as uh, in touch in uh, Massachusetts.
0: And we've been using yeah. majority. We've been using Blue Label for a while. The majority of ours have been with Amherst Label in New Hampshire. Um, and, and to give them credit, they do what they're supposed to do. So, like mm-hmm. to give our printing companies the the credit on that, they're not looking for changes to UPCs. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. Right. There's they deal with thousands of people's labels, you know, in a day. They the UPC is our responsibility as a brewery. So when we look at it and they, they send us proofs, a lot of time we're like, Oh, why would the UPC have any issue? You're looking for other issues that potentially could be a problem. And then now it's to the point where I'm like, I always three digits. I always remember the last three digits of the UPC because they're usually different. And I'm like, okay, 906, that's right. Cool. Move on. And, and, And that's the aspect of it. And when you give your label to someone else from mass landing to look at your label, they're not looking at the UPC. So when it comes down to a UPC issue, like I mentioned for me and you mentioned yours, it's really on us. Like, you and I as the UPC, like, we have to be on top of those UPCs. Um, and then it becomes an issue registering the beer for returns and all that stuff, too. But, like, that's a other topic to talk about. But, um, yeah,
1: the, like, the least interesting thing we can yes. talk about right now.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about UPC return or a bottle return.
1: Redemption. Bottle. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, so not to spend forever on this, but like uh, I was talking about can design. I just think where do you think this is a future? Like we, what we're doing now is gonna continue on forever. I had a discussion with uh, Sean Sullivan of the Maine Brewers Guild about the future of beer can design. And we had mentioned someone like one of the greatest breweries in the state of Maine, one of the greatest brewers that I've ever had was Maine Beer Company. And they have a very simple, very clean beer design. That's a beer label design that's just what they do. That's there. I mean, if you go into their tasting room, their taster, you know, that beer company comes from, if you want to go in there, you're like, Oh, I've seen this beer company before. Cause it's everything's white and, and it's just right. clean and crisp. And there's something about it that does it for them, but that's not the future. I don't think, I think the future still lies within this unique can designs. And because of the ever growing industry of craft beer and shelf space being smaller, you need to stick out. Do you see that too? Is that something that you see as like the, the uniqueness of cans continuing on?
1: I do. And I actually, I, 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 think that, I think that for some, uh, you know, a brewery like Main uh, beer company, I think if it works for your brand and it's working, and I think that's breweries that kind of, um, were in existence, you know, before I would say, you know, the craft beer boom, um, that they are able to get away with a little bit different you know rules um but moving forward i think that it won't be i don't think it'll be completely necessary but i think it will be the future is it will design and can design will be even more important but also i think that there's going to be a shift where like i mean like porno and, and yeah. Brewing company and mass landing where at first I started out and like every label looked completely different. It was like this, that, they're all their kind of own separate things. I think there will be where there's more beers being distributed and more beers on shelves and you know your beers are together, some sort of unifying. Uh, I think that the unity between labels and the connection between different beers from a, one certain brewery on the shelf is going to become more important and, and uh, fueling our decision to kind of do what we did. Um, and you guys have had, you have you know yep. your logo, yep. and then like you know the layout. So I think that's where it's going to be more important. Um, but I do think that with, with like, like I said, if it works for your brand, and like somewhere like Hill Farmstead, you know they're able to get you know they have a very simple and you know, but they, they, when you see a can, you know it's you know Hill. Yep. So I think it I think it's specific breweries are able to do it, um, but you know, newer breweries opening and new labels and new cans um, and beers, I think, have to lean a little bit more heavily on design um, to to work alongside the beer. Like, you know, you can have the best label in the world. They're the coolest design. But if you open up that beer and it, it tastes not
0: <laughs> not great. Well, and, it, uh, and we've all had that. You and I both right. guarantee we've opened a can being like, this is the most badass can I've seen in my life. And then you open it, you're like. Yeah, I'm glad it's empty now. <laughs> like exactly. yep. And so, yes, the quality of the beer that's in the la- in the can has to match, if not exceed the label. Um, but, yes, you're right. I, I do agree with you on that aspect, that it has to go that way. And really what Parker and I are trying to say is we just want our jobs to continue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, you yeah. No, really, I, it, it's funny, though, um, where before I was, um, you know – full time with mass mm-hmm. landing, I did uh, design work for a couple other uh, breweries and it was, it was fun um, being able to kind of branch out and do different designs. And then, but like, I had to be very, very, um, I, I very, I had to be very thoughtful about my designs. Cause I didn't want, you know, the, my, my style to cross over. Yeah. There are people like, um, uh like the keever who does uh, treehouse uh, labels as well as like vitamin c and, like yeah. and and he does I mean, for a lot of other breweries too um he you know he must have a very very uh, you know a hard time <laughs> like differentiating between the two uh, or all the different designs he does and making sure that they look unique but also that show his his style and <laughs> i don't think i could do it
0: <laughs> and it's cool because like what i so we we're doing a collab uh, uh we're, we're, we haven't fully announced it yet but we're, we're doing a collab with vitamin c it's coming out uh, we brewed it already the labels are in the mail um uh, we're doing a collab with vitamin c that we did the basically the same beer uh we're doing one out of our brewery uh, be my sunshine they're doing be my mm-hmm. sunshine out of their brewery uh same hot bill same grain bill same everything with their yeast their water our yeast our water um and we'll release, we're we'll releasing cases of it in Massachusetts as well. And so it's kind of cool that, but I was like, when I went to design the can, I was like, can I pay some homage to to, to his labels and add mm-hmm. that, you know, he has like the vitamin C, it's a lot more like hand drawn uh, style, a little darker colors. Um, and so I was like, well, let's go that route. And it's so funny because I did that and I sent him my label and he was able to do his own version of my, my version oh, of his label. Cool. So it was like, even a more direct. It was so cool. So when those cans come out and it's kind of cool next to each other, you'd be like, this is definitely his label. And this is Mm -hmm. definitely my label, but there's like an homage to his label in it and stuff like that, which is pretty cool, which is awesome because uh, the first two years of Warner Brewing Company's labels that I did, I did completely on my computer. No other time. I did everything on illustrator and Photoshop. Whereas now Mm -hmm. I've got, you know, my iPad pro which makes the world of a difference. So now I've been able to do like our new van life label has been a drawing, Uh, this label is a drawing Um, you know I'm going to be doing we're doing some cans for the summer Uh, a beer that's going to take the place of Widowmaker that's going to have four different can designs in the same four pack Um, and so that's most likely going to be hand-drawn but the ability to do it on an iPad has gone drastically made my my you know ability way better because you can just you can delete and you I mean what you do with three the hard way (laughs)
1: <laughs> so that why I drew it by hand and then had to yeah. digitize. But yeah, I have an iPad Pro too with, and, and Procreate. And, that, you know, yeah. if I have to do any hand drawing, like, I mean, we we also, Melissa, who works in our taste room is mm-hmm. an incredibly talented artist. And usually I just ask her to do it because <laughs> she's much better than me. But uh, yeah, no, it, it kind of goes along the lines of that too is uh, with uh, where if sometimes knowing that, like, uh, you know, digital design or even a drawing isn't where, like, that's why I love being able to utilize photography, too. I I, yep. I love photography. And, and uh, Gene, our marketing director is also a very talented photographer. And so we're able to, like, use that. And and that's one thing, too, where we have the, even though, kind of going back to the, the you know, the layout of our labels, oh. as long as we keep that, you know, the same, we're able to do hand-drawn, we're able to do digital, we're able to do photography. And, it's such a fun thing to be able to be like, you know, in, in whatever works, or, you know, someday I'll I'll start on a design that is, I think it's going to be a digital or, you know, an illustrator. And then I'm just like, I'm like bail not working. And then, (laughs) you know, plan B and then plan B is awesome. (laughs) Or like plan B is much better than plan A. And, you know, it took me failing on plan A to realize that, but yeah, it's, it's so fun to be able to utilize technology and, and, like I, I don't even understand. Like, obviously, it wouldn't. We craft beer wasn't like this, you know, back before, um, you know, having all this technology. But it must have been. I can see why there was only a couple beers. Like, like, or you know, people releasing because so much work it had to go into it.
0: It's like this um, beer label with look. coffee. This beer label yeah, yeah. double. Like it's just it's right. very simple. Just add the word double to the IPA instead of IPA. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's, it's there's so many tools at our fingertips nowadays, and and, and label company the 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 label companies now are even working with us and trying to introduce things. I mentioned the four mm-hmm. labels on one one can. Printing companies are able to put that in sequential order now, so that you can put four different labels. So the canning. Lab- and goes through it has the same liquid in all cans but every fourth can is different and you know so on and so forth so there's so many more tools at our fingertips that makes it i mean our jobs aren't easy but it makes our job easier and oh, absolutely. i definitely think that we haven't made in the shade for the careers that we have and the ability that we're doing um for sure and uh, i'm looking forward to the future of it because i just think this is going to ever grow and i think one of those things that we're going to grow as a company to the point where i the general manager of our tasting room and stuff like that but i have someone working underneath me now that eventually will grow into my position and in this position where i'm not gonna have enough time to do other stuff Mm so there is that our brands are all growing now that makes it so much easier for us to be able to to spend the time on designing and i can't wait to see you know everything photography is a huge thing abe has taken i mean i don't know if you've probably seen our instagram now abe has bought in all the equipment now he's done yeah. like he's just he's dove head first into photography and he's really been really proud about it which is really cool i was wondering that
1: i didn't i thought you guys hired someone it's no abe, he's wow.
0: definitely it's abe and uh he's actually really Props. excited about it and, and so on so we're working together on a bunch of stuff and it, it's it, there's more to just brewing beer in a, in a brewery and i'm glad you were able to come on and talk about that because there is this you know cans don't get out to the market until there's a label on them and and that's the uh the benefit of what parker and i have the ability to do is to be able to put a face to the beer if you think about it like we actually put the when you're drinking yeah. that beer you put an image to that beer you know what i mean
1: right it, uh, yeah like like and we just try to do as uh as much as we can to you know help out the liquid inside you know give it its best opportunity to be successful <laughs>
0: <laughs> our stamp of approval on it and here's the deal parker and i designed labels before the like, beers made 99.9% of the time, the label that yes. like we have a beer, we have to design a label, at least come up with a concept of the label before the beer is actually even being brewed uh, in order to get it printed and, and sent to your facility. So a lot of times, it's not like you're trying a beer and being like, oh, this tastes like the nineties. It's like, you gotta, the, <laughs> we make a label and the beer goes with it. So, which is pretty cool. So- uh,
1: I do um, think we missed the mark, not making that beer be bright neon green inside. You see,
0: there you go. Make in it pour out
1: like slime.
0: In the future. <laughs> in the future
1: although i'm sure yeah well yeah we could have figured it out but no i i, I bet uh kevin mcglynn will not yeah <laughs> our sales yes vpo sales that, would not want well, the green deer.
0: no and it's the same thing it's it's also like putting that through the canning lines probably not it wouldn't be fun either so
1: <laughs> oh cleaning it afterwards yeah I, exactly so you just have uh, a bunch of
0: brewers just with their heads down like shaking their heads like <laughs> So we'll do that on the outside of the can so the liquid can stay good in the in the in the can. And, and exactly and, and we didn't touch on it a lot and I want to wrap this up, but like it it became a little bit more needed during the pandemic to have cans. So it was pretty cool to see this because very little much about a beer went into went into kegs like we we know you know we know that a lot of it went on the shelves or to go for pizza spots and other places that sold beer to go so the cans came even more prevalent and i think because of that they're not going to go away so it's like when mass landing when bars start to open up a lot more mass gonna put more beer in kegs but they're also not i don't think they're gonna put less beer in cans so it's like that's the thing that got cool with this is that there's more of a need for cans which became more shelf space for people or less shelves of people because there's more beer on the shelves and makes our job a little bit harder, but gives us a, a goal to go towards to make even better looking cans to make sure that people could buy our beer and enjoy mass landing or in a brewing company and others uh, along the way too. So um it's exciting. Yeah. The future's exciting. I think the future's exciting for beer labels. I think it's not gonna go anywhere. Um, I hope you agree.
1: <laughs> I know, I agree. Well, I, yeah, that means if it if it does. <laughs> I'm in trouble. No, yes. uh, I agree. No. And I actually like w- w- when you said about like the, the, the opportunity to be able to have four different labels, like I've seen that. And like, I've always thought about like something like that, but never really be- been able to like put it into motion. It's, it's, it's cool because I, uh, a couple of brewers, I remember back in the day, that wasn't an option, like putting like the four different, and they were print, they would do like a roll. Yes. Okay. K- uh, I think it was, um, well, uh what was it um good fire fire. i think yeah Yeah. cmyk they literally had to can each one or it looked like they were labeling each one and then they were combining four which you know that's a labor of love right there to you know to get to make it happen but you know you have to you have to a one-off
0: beer is pretty easy to do that when you make a consistent beer you're going to make it again it's the, right. the next time you're like okay we need to change what we do here. <laughs> and we did that with a yep. zoo beer and luckily blue label was able to put our labels in sequential yep. order when we printed from them these ones will be printed by um amherst likely and they were said yep we can do it in sequential order it's pretty cool uh, makes it a lot easier there is that thing with like shorts and all that stuff that becomes a little bit of a problem but it's only a small oh, like mishap right. because of that but like a couple it's cases not, the yeah yeah it's not a, a big problem so uh, it makes it easier, quite a quarter, on the production team than it is harder for doing the, you know, do 200 cans like this and then 200 cans like this and then and putting them all together afterwards.
1: I've also seen I, another, um, I've seen just as we're on the topic of cool new yeah. things in the future, um, I saw, I think it was Dancing Gnome and I've seen other brewers do it where it's it's got the label and then there's a little tab and the label actually folds out for more information or more design or everything. I, I think theirs is... Um, I, I think there's a map or something like that, but it, like I thought that was such a cool idea. Where like I'm sure it's a pretty expensive label, but um, it, it, like that. Like what else is
0: out there? Like you know, holographic uh,
1: or uh, would be very cool. Um, die cut, uh, done, We've
0: done people have done die cut. I know, like what Vermont is that Vermont Brewing Company or Burlington, was, Brewing uh, Burlington Brewing um, Company?
1: Uh, foam um, does foam does yeah. a, a so cool. I cut. mean, in, in Burlington does that? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a, that's you know a very cool like being able to you know not have a straight uh, line at the top on on the bottom is such just like it's a small thing but it it it's another thing to help um a, a beer stand stick out on the shelf really <laughs>
0: So yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely like I said, that's why I think it's not going anywhere. I think it's not just the design; it's the cutting, the printing, the labels. It's the way to do four packs in different different four different cans, or a case of beer that has four different or six different four packs in it, or yep. you know, sixteen ounce cans, twelve ounce cans. There's just so many options for us to do that makes it something that like there's no end in sight, which is pretty cool uh, for me. Right. Uh, and then you add in like I said, you don't just do can labels. There's photography involved. There's merchandise. All that stuff. I I we focused this episode on, on beer can design. There's a lot more that goes into designers for breweries, which includes merchandise and uh, posters for events and things that happen in the tasting room and photography, social media, all that stuff that also goes into it. So at Mass Landing, right? Is the uh oh, yes. one. Yeah. Uh, and for, you have Ma- is it mass landing or is it just mass uh, it's
1: mass We okay. actually uh, we Funny story that we picked up, we tried to register masslanding.com like a day after a uh, assisted living facility <laughs> registered. We were one day late on that. So they have it.
0: <laughs> I, re- I, I just so, a small little thing. I registered a beer or searched for a domain name not that long ago. And then I searched for it a day later. And because I searched for it, some sort yeah. of bot bought it. And then, yeah. So I've I'm had that I've had before uh, too
1: yeah uh, well
0: but yes it's at
1: mass landing for our instagram twitter uh, all the good stuff facebook um yeah no that's, that's and then right. masslanding.com
0: buy some merch buy some beer uh they're doing you guys have the igloos but, right now
1: yeah we have our uh we got igloos we got nine heated igloos uh you know, filtered, uh, I, sanitized between everybody it, it's going awesome we also have the mainstay our our food, our food. truck slash kitchen up and yep. rolling um uh that's going awesome so yeah I live in the a, greater a,
0: portland area 920 westbrook or what, 920 main street in westbrook
1: yep sweet 920 main street in westbrook um yep and uh yeah come by uh go online uh you can make reservations for the igloo's right online so oh, you don't have awesome. to stand in line yeah that's that, all through the the website so you can Book with up, up to a month.
0: Pandemic has made us do so many cool things. I just I'm so excited. A lot of them are gonna stay. I, I there's some things that will go away, but I think it's a lot of cool things that will stay. Uh there are know, some ordering. big silver lining. Yeah, yes, yeah, definitely cool. But uh and then so uh yeah, at Mass Landing on Instagram, great cool pictures and stuff like that. Parker, I really appreciate you coming on, man.
1: Oh, thank you. It was great talking yeah. to you, Justin. This is great. That's yeah, awesome. I,
0: I, so I wish I had other things to talk about, so I could come on again and talk about other stuff. <laughs> well, I think we could. T- I, I, what I thought would be kind of cool was to do someone like. I mean, you guys still using three hundred and twenty? Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool if we did like get Seth on and a couple people who order merch from them and talk merch at some point too. So maybe that would be the future.
1: Oh, there you go. I'd Love to talk about merch design. I'm yeah. I'm not great at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me either. So that's what we rely on Seth. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk. But I really appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, thanks, Justin. I'll talk to you later. See ya.